ever feel like you're just spinning your wheels? Managing ad campaigns, sending invoices, booking discovery calls, and somehow you're always running out of time without completing your to-do list? You're not alone. It's actually way more common than you probably think. This is where a lot of ad managers and freelancers in general get stuck and they either one, burn out and close up shop, or two, they create processes. And choice two is exactly what happened to me when I was doing all the things and didn't have processes. And I was at that point of burnout and I had a choice to make right then and there. Am I closing up shop or am I going to do things differently? And I decided to do things differently. And I started creating processes in my business. So now imagine a world where each client is flawlessly onboarded. By little effort from you, projects flow smoothly and predictably, and time is always on your side. Today, we're going to unlock that possibility. And it's not as far-fetched as a dream as you may actually think. We're going to dive into the five essential processes that every ad manager needs in their business. Think of this episode as your time-saving toolkit, empowering you to work smarter, not harder. And if you're ready to get more time back and cut the overwhelm in half, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome, welcome back, my friend, to the Serve Scale Sword podcast, your go-to place if you want to start, grow, or scale your ad management business. I'm Brandy. And today we're diving into one of my favorite topics, processes. And it's not because I'm a type A person or because if you know anything about human design, I'm a projector. It's because when we have processes, we save time. And time saving equals freedom. And I don't know about you, but freedom is what I'm always chasing. More freedom and flexibility. Yes, please. And so... I want to read you this quote from James Clear from Atomic Habits, one of my favorite books. James Clear says, goals are good for setting a direction, but systems are best for making progress. If you want better results, then forget about setting goals. Focus on your system instead. Dang, mic drop to James Clear. He's full of them, but this one is one of my favorites. So let me read it one more time for you. Goals are good for setting direction but systems are best for making progress. If you want better results, then forget about setting goals. Focus on systems instead. That's why in today's episode, we're diving into the key processes every ad manager needs to streamline their business and reclaim their time. We'll explore five essential systems that are absolute game changers for efficiency and effectiveness, and ones you can implement in your business this week. Not only will implementing these processes into your business save you time, but they will also make you more valuable as an ad manager and keep your clients longer and help you become a referral machine. So if you're ready for all those things, let's jump on in to the good stuff. I talked about there's five processes that are essential to your ad management business. And so I want to jump right in. Process one is your client onboarding system. If you've been in my world for any amount of time, you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how important I think having an onboarding system is and how if you only set up one of these processes, one system in your business, this is the one I would implement and put in place first. 
You can check out episode 30 of the Surf Scale Soar podcast, Steal My Three-Phase Onboarding Process, to wow your clients and get a flood of referrals. So if you want to listen to that episode, go to bradymouse.com slash 30, and it'll take you directly to the episode, or just scroll in your feed to episode 30. I break down the importance of onboarding and the actual process. So after you listen to this, I would go listen to that one and start implementing right away. But for today's episode, I can't go into that whole thing. But what's important that you need to know is that your client onboarding process starts the moment someone says, I want to book a call with you. A lot of people think that the onboarding process starts the moment they say like, yes, I want to work with you. But it actually starts way before then. It's the moment that they realize who you are and they want to learn more about what it looks like to work with you. And it ends after the first kickoff call. So the process can take anywhere from seven days to 30 days. So it's going to be really important that you have as many of these steps as possible automated and templatized because there's a lot of steps and they can go on for a month or more. So we want to make sure the onboarding process is really, really solid, smooth, and flawless. Like I said, this is not something that's going to happen overnight. And I don't want you to take this and then try to implement all five. If you're just getting started, this is the one I would focus on and focus on going and listening to the three phase approach and then break each phase down and tackle each one at a time. Now, the thing is, you can't have your whole onboarding set up in one weekend. (laughs) That's why we created things like our WOW onboarding workshop that you can grab in the Soaring Success Shop. You can grab it there. It's a whole workshop on how do you do this? What are the things you need? All the templates and all of that. Or go listen to our podcast episode or join us in Conversions for Clients and you get access to all this. But the deal is this is in every single element of everything I do because it is the most important system and process you have in place. And it's the one that will impact your business the most because your onboarding process sets the tone for your entire relationship with your potential client that then becomes your client, which then determines if they're going to refer you to others or not. So you want it to be pretty spot on, but you also don't want it to keep you tied to the back end of your business. And so that's why we have this process and that's why it's so important. And the cool thing about this process, it's one, going to get you more time back. And two, it's going to allow you to land more clients because once you make that first impression, That first impression will dictate if that client tells other people what it's like to work with you. It's so crazy the stats that are out there about how much the first impression and your onboarding process works and how that influences if people refer you or not. So I highly recommend that if you only set up one, this is the process you have in place. Okay, process number two is ad campaign planning and set up workflow. The process for ad campaign planning and setup includes three major areas to develop, and we can see if you have all these already developed by asking these three questions or for you answering these three questions. One, do you have a repeatable method for planning your campaigns? Two, do you have a repeatable process for setting up campaigns? Three, do you have a process for monitoring? Campaigns. So if you said no, no, no to all of those, that's okay. You're identifying where you are and now we can fix it. 
Or maybe you just said yes to one and no to two or whatever it was, but now you've identified where you can work on. And the first step of changing anything, improving anything is identifying what needs to be improved or fixed or added. So when it comes to planning campaigns and certified, which is my mentorship after conversions for clients, I teach the strategy octagon. And it's a eight-step process for planning campaigns. Each time I or one of my students goes to plan, not set up, but plan a campaign, we work through these eight steps. And they go through all of these eight steps before they ever step into side of ad manager. This is their game plan. And so many ad managers want to skip over this and not get their game plan together before they go in. And then they miss steps. They don't have everything they need from clients. It holds up the whole process. And we're playing this back and forth kind of like tug of war. By working through the eight steps, they know nothing is going to be missed. And when they go into the setup process, they have everything they need from themselves and from their clients. That's a process that I used and then taught and certified. Now, you could have your own, but the big thing is, do you have a method or a process that you could actually sit down and teach someone that's already laid out? It's not just sitting in your brain. Okay, for the other two questions, do you have a repeatable process for setting up campaigns and monitoring campaigns? For setting up and monitoring campaigns, these processes are all about SOPs. And do you have those in place, standard operating procedures? So you know exactly how to set up each campaign. And if anything ever happened to you or you went on vacation or you wanted to take maternity leave or anything, you would be able to train someone to do the steps even if they're not familiar with ads. That's really important. If you have the proper SOP set up, when it comes to actually setting up the ads and monitoring the ads, you can train anyone to do that. The planning, the strategy, that's something that takes more, but you could still teach it like I do in certified with the eight steps, but that's going to be more for someone who's like in the ad space, but actually setting up the campaigns, pushing the buttons and monitoring, it's actually really easy to train someone else to do. So if you have these SOPs, then you'll be ensured that anyone can do it. Also that nothing's missed during the process. And how we have it set up inside conversions for clients is in the setting up campaign section, each one is broken down into like messenger ads, conversion ads, lead generation, messenger ads. And it's like a video SOP that they're walking through anytime that they need to create those because they're watching me do it. So do you have either written videos, something, where every single type of campaign and how you monitor and set up those campaigns are put out so someone else could do it? For most people, that's probably going to be a hard no. So can you start creating SOPs now for them and know that maybe it takes a while? It's time consuming, but it's so worth it in the end, knowing that everything's processed. So when we have processes for ad campaign planning and setup workflows, then we make sure nothing is missed and we make sure we're getting clients results and we don't disappoint them. That's the big two things for them. Okay, so our third process we want to have in place is a reporting system. How do you report? When do you report to your clients? What do you report to them? Does it change depending on the client? Is everyone the same? Implementing tools and routines for regular monitoring and performance of ad campaigns and tracking is crucial. This could involve automated reporting tools that gather the data from ad platforms, 
a dashboard. Some people like to use like looker dashboards for real-time performance tracking. Or it could be a good old Google Sheet and email talking about what worked and what didn't work. That's how I used to do it. That's how I still do it. That's how I track my own. So you can be fancy or you can keep it simple. Kiss. Keep it simple, sweetie. But what's important is, do you have a format for doing this? Weekly, bi-weekly, monthly? And are you doing this? Do you have a VA doing this? What is the process? And like I was saying, for me, it was all about bi-weekly in a Google Doc and an email explaining my thoughts on what I was saying. When we have efficient reporting, it saves us time. It provides valuable insights for both you and your clients. So it's really important that we have these processes in place. Process number four is your client communication protocol. Establishing clear guidelines for how and when you communicate with clients is so, so freaking important. This might include setting regular check-in meetings, using project management tools for updates, defining response timeframes for emails, messages, Slack communication, and having clear communication helps manage client expectations and keeps projects on track and keeps you from being on call 24-7. So when I think about my client communication protocol, this is an area that I like to put in my contract because I want to be very, very clear on my boundaries, which do not include working weekends or after 4 p.m. Eastern time. And that means they can slag me whenever, but they will get a response within one business day during my office hours. Also, I don't respond back as soon as they message me. When you respond back as soon as a client messages you, what that does is train them that you are always on call. So even if you see it come through, give it 10 minutes, give it 30 minutes, give it an hour. Nothing we do is an emergency per se. Now, if a client's ad account or something like that gets hacked, maybe we change some of our boundaries and work in that one situation. But for the most part, our client communication protocol has to be held firm. The moment that you deviate from what you set as your client communication protocol, you've opened the floodgates and that communication boundary is no longer there. So we'll talk all about this in another episode, but defining how you communicate with clients is essential because what that process does, it helps you keep clients longer because they know exactly what to expect from you and how to communicate with you. One of the things that I hear from all my seven-figure, high six-figure, eight-figure business owner and friends is the reason that they didn't like their ad manager, that they fired them, is because of communication. Either how they were communicating, lack of communicating, or they just didn't know how to communicate with them because it was never actually established. So it'll help you keep clients longer. It'll also help clients from getting frustrated because they know the boundaries. They know what to expect ahead of time. And it helps you get a lot more of your family time back because you're not on call. You work when your hours are, and that's when you communicate. Not anything more, not anything less. Process number five, professional development and learning schedule. Since you know meta and ads in general are constantly evolving, it's crucial to regularly update your skill and knowledge. To set aside time for learning new platform changes, features, attending webinars, participating in relevant online courses, being part of communities with other ad managers, reading articles, 
This process ensures you stay ahead in your field and you can offer the best service to your clients. In my personal business, I have one hour per week that I spend on Fridays with continuing education just on meta ads. So what happens is I have um, in my emails, I subscribe to different like publications that focus on meta advertising and things like that. I get, I put them in a folder and on Friday, I spend one hour just going over meta updates, whether that's reading directly from meta, reading from people that I follow and respect and experts in the field, actually getting in and playing around in the platform a little bit to make sure I don't see anything different. But I have that one hour set aside just for meta learning on Fridays. And then that's just for meta. And then I totally, I invest three to five hours per week in continuing my education, whether that's learning more things on funnels or messaging or communication or business. And so when you look at that, are you spending time in your professional development and learning schedule? Do you have that calendar blocked off? Do you have a process for that? So I just told you my process. It was to get the emails. They go in a folder and then Friday I go into that folder and that's what I read and stay up to date with. But also maybe like our conversions for client students, they get updates inside the Facebook group. They can ask questions in the Facebook group. Maybe you go in there and see anything new. Are there resources in there that people have posted? One of the best things about the investment and conversions for clients is you have lifetime access. So whenever there is an update, are you going in there and watching the update? Whenever I add new bonuses, like we just added a bonus on the 5% budget testing method. Have you watched that? Are you gaining new skills and knowledge each week? And so when we invest one hour per week in continuing our professional development, we'll make sure that we're always a sought-after ad manager because we know what's coming up. We're well-versed. When clients ask us questions, we know how to answer them. That's how you become an expert. So when you have this process in place, the perks of this is you become an expert, which helps you get paid more. That's the five processes that we need as an ad manager. So the let me go over those real quick with you. The five processes every ad manager needs is one, a client onboarding system. Two, an ad campaign planning and set out workflow. Three, a reporting system. Four, a client communication protocol. And five, a professional development and learning schedule. So after hearing all five of these, which do you already have implemented? Which do you need to implement ASAP? And which ones can you add as you go? So what I would love for you to do is head into your project management tool. Put all five of these processes down and break down all the steps with inside of these. And then put dates by what you need to do. So if it was me, I would start with my client onboarding and then go from there. But put dates because remember, if it doesn't have a date, it doesn't get done. When are you going to implement these systems into your business? And when you do, I can't wait to hear how much time you get back in your business. And if you're ready to dive deeper into topics like this, head to brandymiles.com slash ad training and sign up for my latest training on mastering the three elements every ad manager needs to have a successful and profitable business. I'm going to dive deep into this and more. And so I highly suggest if this is the year you're like, Brandy, I want to do the dang thing and I want to either start, grow, or scale. So no matter what level you're at, 
head to brainymouse.com slash training and sign up for my latest training on mastering the three elements every ad manager and agency needs to be successful and have a profitable business. My friends, until next week, go out, serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into the success you deserve. Thank you.